The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K. Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. The Broncos Blitz Podcast. News and analysis to help you be a better Broncos fan. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K Radio on Twitter. We're today on the podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Boy, we're going to take a, a deep dive into the week that was for the Denver Broncos. You know, on Fridays, I thought I would make a, a little montage. A uh, Here's how the week sounded for the Denver Broncos, and we'll gather some news and notes that uh, the Denver Broncos had over the week and kind of review them in our end-of-week review for the Denver Broncos. And again, our Broncos Blitz podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Why don't you jump on over to MyLifeSports.com and you can read up, of course, on the many things going on in Broncos country, whether it's news, notes, injuries, uh, uh, some big breaking news. You can find all that at MyLifeSports.com and, of course, on Twitter as well, too, where uh, Star Starting uh, next week, we're going to be doing a lot of Q&A as well, too. All your latest Bronco questions, we will be taking them on Twitter, and I will uh, try to get answer them to the best of my abilities. But again, it's our week that was for the Denver Broncos and their first week of training camp. I tell you what, we get started with the guy who really impressed and, and really stole the show right away and truly became the story of training camp right away. Here's Vic Fangio earlier in the week on Jerry Judy. Uh, Jerry's come in here, you know, and he's a, got good polish as receivers go, comparing them to other receiver, rookie receivers coming out of college. Uh, he runs good routes. Uh, he's got good change of direction, good hands. And uh, it's nice to see him make a couple plays today. So, of course, Jerry Judy was the one who immediately impressed. But, of course, well, the young kids on that offense, including Noah Fant, also were starting to get worked into the fold, maybe overshadowed by Judy's route running and flash. But certainly Noah Fant going to be a big part of this offense in 2020. He spoke earlier in the week on his new role, his new role, and how, well, he could be really effective in this Pat Shermer offense. Yeah, I'd say my my favorite thing about, you know, with Coach Shermer is just like, even early on, I'm moving around a lot. Like I'm, you know, he's moving me around, using me um, in different places. I'll be in the slot, I'll be in line, I'll be outside as a wide receiver. And that, I think that's what I love the most, just like be able to vers- be a, have a versatile game and, um, you know, do a lot of different things and, you know, take advantage of a lot of different matchups with, you know, especially with as good as receivers we have, it's going to be a lot of fun to do that stuff. Um, and then also, you know, with, like you were saying with Drew, uh, we got a, we got a couple good sessions and I'd say probably about like 10 or 15 of them of throwing with him and just kind of working out with him. Um, and obviously in small groups cause everything that's going on right now, but, um, it was good. It, that helped us out a lot, being able to work out together and kind of run through those beginning plays together and kind of try to make up for lost time. So, uh, that was very helpful. Now, of course, the tight end, well, hopefully it is a problem for defenses this year when the Denver Broncos line up to the line of scrimmage. But the guys who's going to be covering the tight end, of course, those safeties, a position that the Denver Broncos have generally had an issue with over the last, oh, (laughs) I don't want to say five, ten years, but maybe five, ten years. They've had problems with tight ends, running backs coming out of the backfield, and this is where the safety position is going to need to become the dynamite player. 
for the Denver Broncos. And, of course, they got two good ones, Justin Simmons and, of course, Kareem Jackson. And Kareem Jackson spoke a little bit earlier this week. And as we continue our week, that was of well, how it sounded at Dove Valley and UC Health Training Center. Of course, it was very interesting to hear from Kareem Jackson, who not only uh, dealt with the COVID-19 virus himself, but now returning to the field. And if there were any lingering effects from the virus. Initially getting back into the groove of things after um, my, my initially, uh, initially getting diagnosed, you know, it's kind of tough, you know, just, in, just trying to get over um Pretty much what I went through, just with being, you know, uh, tired and you know not really being able to breathe deep and stuff like that. But uh, it took me a couple of weeks to kind of get back in the swing of things with my training. Now. But um, right before I, I had to report here, I kind of was back to 100%. So again, it's our well week that was our uh, Broncos week at training camp in review audio style, a part of the podcast. We're going to do this each and every week on the podcast, and hopefully you enjoy hearing from the Broncos, including one of the newer ones and Melvin Gordon. I tell you what, this is a guy who looked good earlier in the week. Of course, a little bit later dealing with some rib issues, maybe more precautionary. Don't want to put the veteran out there if you don't absolutely have to, but certainly Melvin Gordon, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how he fits in this offense. And you know what? Earlier in the week, he spoke on that, on that offense and how it fits him. Uh, we do a lot of variations of inside zone runs, outside zone runs. Um, you know, I feel like I could, you know, pretty much do it all. Um, you know, in college, obviously I did a lot of inside zone runs, um, outside zone. Um, with the quarterback under, and then, you know, being with the Chargers, having Phil, you know, having runs from the gun um, pretty often. So I was able to, you know, adjust. So, you know, either thing, we, we do a little bit of everything here. Um, you know, so I'm comfortable with, you know, whatever they call. So, of course, this offense is going to be a uh, interesting unit to watch for the next two or three weeks because a they've got a a lot of young talent but b of course we're watching the progression well of some guy named drew lock right the starting quarterback who of course now officially his team and look earlier in training camp it became very clear that drew lock was was being aggressive he was not afraid to throw it into some tight windows he was not afraid to push the ball downfield and i think a lot of people like that but certainly you know with this young offense there is opportunities for that sloppy play door to kind of open up a little bit more. And Drew Locke spoke earlier this week on trying to avoid that play as a young offense, as a inexperienced offense, trying to avoid the sloppy play during training camp. Yeah, I think it's a testament to all the coaches, you know, on the offensive side of the ball and, and the defense side of the ball. The defense got us a little bit that first day, but um, it's the same thing. Like, testament to our coaches here. Um, they didn't have a lot of time to get us ready. And for, like you said, how young we are, um, first time learning NFL offense for a lot of these guys, this is a brand new offense for the whole, uh, you know, for the whole offense. Um, I think it's just been, it's just literally been the culmination of one little baby step at a time. Um, we've, we've done a great job of prepping beforehand. You know, we're about to get to the point where we're installing new plays and having to go out and run it. You know, we've had install one, install two, install three know ready and keep it clean that's what I did last year when uh, we came out last year and we ran the first couple installs I thought I was the man and then we got to the last couple installs and I'm like wow these are kind of starting to pile up so I think our coaches are doing a good job of keeping us ahead of schedule on these uh 
on these scripts and plays in general, we just got to keep piling it on and not not letting it overwhelm us as a as a young offense. The Broncos Blitz podcast. It's presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app. And I tell you what, the things that we got going on in the podcast up in the future, it's going to be a lot of fun. Not only will we continue to do these weekend reviews audio style, but we will have live Broncos uh, on the podcast. We will have, of course, reports from UC Health Training Center. We've got a lot coming on the Broncos Blitz podcast, and it is going to be a lot of fun. And again, presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app. And, you know, we've been talking about betting on this podcast and with our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. Look, the regular season, of course, is fun for many different sports, football included. But, well, of course, right now, some other sports into the postseason. Right now, the only thing that can compare to the excitement of the basketball postseason is having a skin in the game with our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. America's top-rated sportsbook app, Basketball, has made its way through the regular season, and now it's time to crown a champion at DraftKings Sportsbook, putting you in the center of the action. Celebrating basketball's first round of the postseason, DraftKings Sportsbook giving you an amazing free bet offer. Here's the deal. Listen to this. Seriously. Every day that you bet at least $20 on basketball, DraftKings Sportsbook is going to give you a $10 free bet a ten dollar free bet just to, to use on anything it's incredible head to the app right now check out all they have to offer including player props quarter by quarter betting so much more don't forget about the, of course the hockey postseason as well too DraftKings sportsbook great odds and promotions all week long to help you make it rain maybe you're betting on the uh, local teams right here in colorado DraftKings sportsbook safe secure and reliable of course you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience download the top rated DraftKings sportsbook app now and use the promo code mhs when you sign up. you got to use that promo code MHS when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can get a $10 free bet when they place a bet of $20 or more on all first-round playoff action. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook going all out by offering a $10 free bet when placing a bet of $20-plus on all first-round playoff action. Again, that's promo code MHS. Promo code MHS only at DraftKings Sportsbook. you got to be 21 or older and in Colorado only. Other terms and conditions and restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. So, of course, our Week That Was audio review, if you will, our podcast here at MileHighSports.com. We're going to continue on, and I want to switch gears to the defense because a guy who talked about the offense but plays on defense is a guy that, well, Denver Broncos may be without for a while. Todd Davis, unfortunately, later in the week, injuring a calf. We didn't get the extent of that injury, but certainly a little scary. Maybe not as serious as what we originally thought uh, when it was first reported. Look, it was kind of scary. He had to be carted off, didn't have any weight on that left leg, and certainly a lot of people began to fear the worst, but Todd Davis looks like maybe we'll be back a little bit sooner than we originally thought. How soon? Don't know, but certainly he is a key cog to that Denver Broncos defense, and it was a good week of practice, I think, for Todd Davis, unfortunately, up until the injury, and in practice, a guy caught his eye, and that was running back Melvin Gordon. This is him speaking on Melvin Gordon a little bit earlier this week. Uh, He's a dominant downhill runner. Um, I think he's one of the few running backs that can play uh, first, second, and third down. Um, he's tough. He can run in between the tackles, but he also can get you out of his face and make some moves and make some great catches. Uh, so I think he's a great piece to our puzzle on offense. Him and Phil are going to be a great combination, uh, possibly the best in the NFL. So I'm excited for him. Of course, one of the things that the Denver Broncos defense will need to be doing is, well, uh, 
putting some clamps down on the young sensations, if you will. I think it's fair to call Jerry Judy a sensation. I tell you what, A.J. Boye had an interesting comment on the young wide receiver because they were talking about, well, well, this cat, he's just stealing all the headlines, and A.J. Boye loves the challenge, maybe the best way to describe it. This is him talking about the young wide receivers that are standing out to him in training camp. Off bat, I'll say probably Jerry Judy and K.J. Hamler. Um, you know, being in the league for a while, I've seen a lot of rookie receivers come in. It seemed like they don't have it figured out. But you look at those two, you can tell that they've, whether it's in the offseason, the coaching they had outside, they're real polishing their routes, especially Judy. Um, he never gives you the same look every time, and I'm just loving going against him because he's going to keep me true in my technique. The Broncos Blitz podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app. All right, let's flip back to the offense where Drew Locke, of course, was one of the um, highly focused on polarizing individuals in training camp, as most usually the quarterback is. But you know what? With that, a lot of people began to to see what we kind of talked about a little bit earlier. Drew Locke being very aggressive in camp and some wondered if that was even a good idea. Well, Vic Fangio answered that when we asked him and said, hey, do you like Drew Locke being aggressive in camp? Well, you always want uh, your quarterback to uh, have the attitude to stretch the limits with, um, with obviously the, the caution and the knowing in the back of his mind that we do not want to turn the ball over. But we don't want to <clears throat> have a mentality of not turning the ball over to the point where we never push the ball downfield either, you know, or try and challenge the defense in some tight throwing lanes. You know, we got to be able to do that without turning the ball over. So, yeah, I do want him to see him do that, both for our offense and both for his learning experience, you know. Just, you know, what can he fit in and what can't he fit in at different times. So Vic Fangio talking about aggression on Drew Locke's side of things, pushing the ball downfield. I think we like to see that. Overall, I thought Drew Locke had a pretty solid week of practice. Towards the end of the week, a little bit erratic, uh, inaccurate, pushing footballs into windows that I don't think I would have rather saw. Uh, But it certainly, at the beginning of the week, had a lot better of a practice. And uh, you saw a lot of explosive moments. You saw a lot of pushing the ball downfield to Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, uh, moments to KJ Hamler. Unfortunately, Hamler getting injured this week in practice as well, too. So there was a lot of good and there was a lot of bad. I think that's what the theme is. That's what you're going to see from Drew Locke this year is those kind of moments is, look, you're going to see this kid at times where he's just going to look like an absolute stud. And then you're going to have times where he throws in a double coverage and you're wondering what in the world was he even seeing so you're going to take the bad with the good hopefully more good than bad but certainly well you're going to need more of good blocking to even get a upright drew lock it was a really interesting answer from garrett bowles the left tackle of drew lock when he was asked about the adversity that he faced the fans booing him and you know what quite frankly i'll be honest i thought he gave a pretty good answer this week listen our fans are some of the best fans in the country. They deserve, you know, the best football here in Denver. We have a tradition of winning. Um, And, you know, it's unacceptable for the way that I played and I take full responsibility of that. Um, But what I do is, you know, nobody likes to get booed. And so I took that upon myself to get better. I did whatever I can. You know, I met, I took sets, I worked out hard. I put on, you know, 20 extra pounds. Um, I did whatever I can to make myself better, the best version of me. 
moving forward because I know this is a very important season, not just for me, but my family. This, this organization is counting on me to be the best version of myself. And I know whatever I had to do this offseason to get myself ready, I did it. So, of course, the trench is so important to the Denver Broncos, not only on offense, but defense. And a guy who spoke a little bit later in the week on the trenches, well, of course, is Shelby Harrison. Shelby is always one of those guys who is known to, well, uh, (laughs) he's colorful, he's fun, he's positive. I absolutely love hearing from Shelby Harris. He spoke about the year one to year two jump under Vic Fangio. Had some interesting stuff to say this week at Broncos camp. Oh, you kind of just fly through stuff. You already know the little nuances of the defense. And now it's all about adding the second layer onto it that necessarily would have kind of overwhelmed you last year. And it's just it's little reads that will make your job easier in this defense that, you know, you can expect to see out of a lot of people this year. Um, just little, the little stuff that you can add on to add, make more plays, make your job easier. And so, you know, going into defense for year two, I definitely expect the defense to have a huge uh, improvement. Now, of course, we were talking about the defense and Shelby Harris and that jump from year one to year two. Well, it's also another year one to year two jump from Malik Reed, who with the injured Von Miller and Todd Davis out as well too, the linebacker depth being dipped into more Josie Jewell replacing Todd Davis, Malik Reed getting a lot of run with Von Miller held out on precautionary reasons. And he made some impressions on the head coach, Vic Fangio, towards the end of the week. Uh, he's been having a good camp. You know, Malik is uh, like these other guys we mentioned, you know, and plus it's his second year in the league, second year here for us in the same system. So he's showing the uh, value of what he learned last year. He got a lot of playing time last year because of uh, Bradley's injury. So he's made nice progress here. We just need to keep improving him on the fine points. And lastly, as we complete our week in review on the Broncos Blitz podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app, we go back to the offensive line because, well, Elijah Wilkinson. Interesting time for Elijah Wilkinson, who was uh, anticipating going to be the the competition for left tackle. Juwan James opts out, and then he's moved from left tackle to right tackle, uh, probably going to be the starter, maybe more of a situation he's comfortable with as he got several snaps at right tackle last year, probably, what, seven, 800 with practice included. So that was an interesting dynamic that he dealt with and he spoke about this week. Um, I don't think that it's been, it's been a curve, you know, to me, uh, my past uh, three years here, you know, I've kind of been cross-trained to do, you know, any position on the offensive line besides center. <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, I don't think it was a curve to me. I think that, you know, it was a shock, definitely. But um, it was like, okay, right right tackle, now let's go. You know, it wasn't, you know, oh, wow, it's right tackle. We got to figure out some new things, nothing. So it, it was it was pretty vanilla to switch over there. On top of speaking about that dynamic, Wilkinson also noticed Garrett Bowles' hard work. And uh, we heard from Garrett a little bit earlier. Well, this is teammate talking about the left tackle that's looking to make a statement this year that, well, he belongs in the National Football League. He definitely put in some hard work this all season. I mean, he would send me, you know, videos and stuff of him, like, you know, putting in that work uh, in the hot heat, you know, during the summer. Uh, even when, you know, all you know, nobody could report and, Nobody had a weight room and all that stuff. I think he was like out somewhere private and had his own weight room and all that and was still grinding. 
grinding and doing his thing. So I think I've definitely seen a change in him and, uh, you know, just a, a different guy, you know, this year. You know, he's, he's really trying to hone in on the techniques that Mike Munchak is teaching us and, you know, trying to work on, you know, things such as holding and all, all that type of things, you know, to be better for, you know, not only for himself, but for this team in the city. You know, I think that he's really, like you said, put on weight. You know, he's, he's really honed in on his technique and is really trying to be at his best for this team in the city. So there you go. The week that was for the Broncos live at Dove Valley and training camp, UC Health Training Center. It was an interesting week, certainly. Week one is always a uh, interesting time in general, but then you talk about an offense that is young, an offense that is looking to find their footing, a defense that is uh, trying to work out the, the early rust kinks type deal that, let's be honest, this is going to be the backbone of the team, but you could see this Broncos team also find some explosive plays on offense, much like they did earlier in the week. And Drew Locke hooking up with Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, a terrific wide receiver, and Noah Fant uh, and, and Albert Okawebana, I think are going to be very much in the mix of this offense. And don't forget about those running backs out of the backfield. From Philip Lindsay to Melvin Gordon, they are being utilized in the passing game both of them, and I tell you what, I don't even think I've seen Philip Lindsay drop a pass yet. Uh, he is very much going to be in the thick of it next to Melvin Gordon, if not as much or more. And on top of that, I think you got the right guy pulling the trigger in Pat Shermer. Should be interesting to see this Broncos team move forward with these guys and, well, how they put it all together. Because look, T-minus what, 23, 24 days away from week number one in that Monday night matchup with Tennessee. This is a big deal for the Denver Broncos to work out all the kinks now and start to get into game shape because things will come quick. And, of course, before you know it, week one is here, and then it all matters. There is no preseason to get warmed up on. Denver Broncos will have to do that in practice, and I think you're going to see teams maybe come out some sluggish out of the gate, some right away, depending on what they do right now. Right now, in this three-week span before season, the, the first week of the season, the preparation, that is going to be so critical for teams this year because of this weird, different COVID world, because of no preseason. Uh, it's all going to matter for these teams coming out of the gate. And you know what? Those one week one through week three, week four type starts could define the season and could be the difference between making the postseason and missing it by a tiebreaker and or game. It's the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court, where we will continue to cover the Broncos. Was at Dove Valley a couple times this past week, and next week I will be there more for you covering the Broncos Blitz uh, on the Broncos Blitz Podcast at least. And Watching the Broncos with my own two eyes. It's fun to, uh, well, kind of get back to normal in this weird COVID world. And I'm going to encourage you to, uh, well, get in on the discussion and the action. Get your voice out there with the podcast and ask those questions. Because, again, Broncos Q&A with this podcast, that's going to be a weekly thing. And drop your questions in, of course, the inbox. And I'm opening up the email inbox, which I'm not so sure is a good idea. But, hey, <laughs> I'm going to do it anyways because I love hearing from you. Ronnie K, R-O-N-N-I-E, Ronnie K, at milehighsports.com. That is the uh, email address. You can shoot me an email. Again, Ronnie K, at milehighsports.com. Shoot me an email. 
that is where we are going to uh, accept all of our uh, Q&As for the Broncos Blitz podcast. Just leave a little Broncos Blitz question in the header. Ask whatever you want. I will answer it on the podcast, and we'll do the Q&A every single week. You can, of course, always interact on Twitter, at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K Radio, on Twitter, on the Broncos Blitz podcast. And hopefully, if you like what we do on this podcast, if you like the podcast, you like the sound of it, like the vibe, like the, the takes, the sound, whatever may be the case, Drop us five stars or give us a recommendation, a subscription over there on the many different locations that you can find this podcast, whether it be Spreaker, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, or MileHighSports.com. Again, keep up on that writing at MileHighSports.com for the Broncos Blitz podcast. I am all done. I appreciate you tuning in again. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K, radio on Twitter for the Broncos Blitz podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Find more info on the Broncos at milehighsports.com. That's milehighsports.com. Later, y'all. To listen to previous versions of the Broncos Blitz podcast, visit milehighsports.com or subscribe to the Broncos Blitz wherever you get your podcast.